0: Good evening everyone, how y'all doing this evening on this wonderful Friday, amen, amen, y'all come on and join us, amen, let somebody know we are going live, amen, just a little quick word I want to share with you all tonight, amen, something God put on my spirit during the week, amen, hopefully y'all can hear me pretty good, is the sound okay, seems like it's pretty good. Amen. Seem seems like the sound is okay. Amen. Praise him. What city y'all logging in from tonight? There is a word from God tonight. Amen. God dropped something on me this week and I just want to share it. Y'all know I told y'all I want to start sharing things as God give it to me. Amen. So y'all tag somebody. Is that the prophetess? Great evening prophetess. How you doing tonight? I saw you out there cutting up in Florida. (laughs) <laughs> I hope Florida was ready for you, praise God, amen, I know y'all had a good time out there in Florida, praise God, amen, come on, y'all get somebody on, amen, we're getting ready to get in the word real quick on the Friday, amen, just a little word that God put up on me this week, and I know everybody can use this word that God gave me, I know Amen, so I'm telling you, invite everybody you know, because what I'm gonna share with you tonight, I know it's gonna be a blessing. Amen, just like the last time I came on here, there were some things out. Good evening, Sister Jennifer, what's, what's where y'all logging in from? I was, um, I was watching, I was studying some things and and, and God kind of put some on my, heart, just like last time. And I decided, I said, I'm gonna make sure that I start sharing the words that God give me to strengthen me. I wanna make sure I start sharing some of that with you guys. Amen, because how many of you know we all can use a little help on the way. So y'all invite people, y'all invite somebody. Amen, we gonna get into the word a little bit tonight. And listen, it's gonna bless you. It's gonna bless you. How was everyone day, Amen? I hope, blessing Peter. I pray y'all praying for each other. I pray that y'all covenant each other in prayer. Praise God. Amen. I'm excited. Amen. I'm I'm excited about what God is doing. I know it's been a challenging year, but there's a God in heaven. Praise God. He don't get weary, saints. He don't get tired. He don't slumber. The Bible says, "He that keepeth Israel doesn't slumber. Neither does he sleep." Amen. So I just want to give y'all some fresh bread tonight. Amen. Give y'all some fresh bread. Hopefully after I'm done, I won't be long, but hopefully I'll leave something in your spirit. Amen. That you can take, leave something in your spirit. Amen. Invite some people. Amen. Because I know this is going to be a blessing. So y'all invite some people, share it, watch, party, whatever you like to do. Amen. Just a quick Bible study. Amen. And also on Sunday evenings, what I'm working on, I'm working on Sunday evenings on our Instagram page. So y'all start following our Instagram page on Instagram. We're going to start doing some Sunday night caps. Just as God share things with me, amen. I'm going to go live there too. Amen. So we're just working, y'all. You know, and that's what I'm learning in life. Anytime you accept goals, anytime you ask for something, you got to be willing to pay the price. And laboring in the kingdom of God, amen, it's it's worth, amen, but it's de- definitely a reward to it. So I'm just giving a couple of people A little time to get on Y'all invite people, amen And I'm going to be talking about Divine strength tonight Amen And I'm going to go through some scriptures And God put this up on my heart Because a lot of people are getting weary A lot of people been battling A lot of people tired all year This battling uh, Getting weak Discouraged Praise God But God want me to share something with you From his word How God can give strength. There's a divine strength that comes from God. And it doesn't matter how mentally tough you are. It doesn't matter how physically tough you are. Sometimes you need God himself to deposit, or I like to think of it as a download. Amen. Sometimes you need God himself to download strength to you. So I'm going to walk you through some scriptures tonight, just about how God can can supernaturally strengthen you, praise God. Y'all gonna talk to me tonight because I know that along this way, I've been walking with God for over 20 years and I know that at various times in my walk, I don't care what level you go to, there's times you're gonna need God himself to strengthen you, pick you back up, keep you focused, keep you encouraged, praise God. So I'm getting ready to open up the scriptures, amen. So y'all invite somebody and we're going to get into the word. We're talking about divine strength, praise God. So let's start off, let's go into the word. Let's start off over in Galatians, Galatians 6. And we're going to be talking about divine strength tonight. And like I said, this word blessed me. So I want to share, I just want to share it. I want to share with my brothers and sisters some insight that God has given me on divine strength. So y'all pray for me, pray with me, pray for those that long don't pray for your brothers and sisters, pray. Remember, I've been saying this lately, pray for somebody that don't go to the same church as you. Start praying for your brothers and sisters and other ministries, co-workers you meet on your job, other people. Don't be selfish. Start praying for everybody you come in contact with because we're in a season right now the Bible says, he that is strong should embear the infirmities of the weak. And Jesus even told Peter, when you get converted, strengthen your brother. So God has been blessing you. God has been doing something in your life. Begin to bring other people along this journey with you. So let's get into the word. Amen. Go with me to Galatians 6. Amen. And I just want you to think about things you're dealing with that you need God to give you the strength to get through. So let's start over in Galatians 6, verse 9. Look what it says in Galatians 6. It says, let us not be weary in well-doing. It says, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. When I looked up that word weary, y'all, I want y'all to look at this. Look at what this word weary means. The word weary means to be utterly spiritless, to be utterly spiritless. When you reach a point where you are weary, that means you have no more fight in you. It's talking about how many of you ever played sports and you got exhausted, you got tired, you got to a point where physically you exerted all the strength and all the energy that you had. Well, just remember how exhausted that feeling, you know, you still had a ways to go, but physically, you knew that you had tapped out. Physically, you knew you had gone as far as you can. Well, so can that happen mentally and so can that happen spiritually. In your spirit, praise God, you can reach a point in your spirit, hallelujah, to where you can actually find yourself weary. Remember what weary means. Weary means spiritless. It means exhausted. It means tired. And that's what God been sharing with me in this 2020. A lot of people reaching a point where they're growing weary in their spirit. A lot of people losing the drive to fight. A lot of people losing the drive to pray, the drive to push. And when Paul said, let us not be weary and well-doing, I want you to think about what that word well-doing is the bible says the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness praise god so anything you set your hand out to do that's for the good of anybody anything you set your hand out to do for the betterment of your ministry for the betterment of your personal life for the betterment of society that's called well-doing but here's what happens when you start doing well even right now as people are out uh, protesting, and, and, and fighting and scratching and clawing for equality and justice. And sometimes that can seem like a long, tedious fight. And you can get weary. You can get tired. But this is what God want me to share with you. He sees that people are getting weary. He sees that there are some married people that are getting weary in their marriage. There's some single people that are getting weary with being single. There's some single moms that's trying to take care of kids. that are getting weary working two jobs there's some single fathers that are working and it seems like it's, I mean, there's so many scenarios of life that can make us weary. And remember this, remember this, that word weary, don't forget what it means. It means to be utterly spiritless. It means to be utterly lifeless. So think about that. Anytime you, you can have a sickness in your body that can make you weary, you can have a sin that you're trying to get free from and you've been battling it and trying to break from it. And you can get weary just trying to get free. Praise God. You can have financial issues that can weigh you down. It's called burdens. It's called being burdened. It's part of the human experience. But this is what God want me to share with you tonight. Number one, he said, if your mind, if you are on the path to doing anything well, he said, let us not get weary. But if you are getting weary, praise God, if you are getting weary, there's something in the Bible for you that are getting weary. Look what he said. Let us not get weary in well-doing. He said, for in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. Fainting is just, it's, it's talking about the individual that literally loses strength, loses drive. Losing them, lose his ambition, lose focus, lose their goals, lose their motivation to be free. I mean, when you get weary and you start fainting mentally, when you start fainting spiritually, you want to quit, you want to give up. But Paul told the church in Galatians, he said, "If you are doing well, don't get weary." Praise God. Some of you been waiting on ministry, getting weary. Don't 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 let that be you. Don't let don't be the individual. Praise God. That's getting weary for any reason. Don't let anything make you weary. Praise God. Let's go over here to let me let me go over here to Ephesians and then I'm going to show you a couple of stories. Amen. Because this is this is one of the problems. Anybody can get tired, y'all. Anybody. I don't care what capacity of leadership you're in. If you're a father leading your home, you can get tired. If you lead leading a ministry, you can get tired. If you're a saint, I mean, whatever you're doing, you can get weary, praise God. You can get tired. So it doesn't matter what you're doing, praise God. And I'm talking about a spiritual condition. I'm talking about something that happens mentally. I'm not talking about physical strength. I'm just talking about the Bible is talking about what happens in your spirit, praise God. Anybody ever just been tied spiritually or mentally? That's who I'm talking to tonight. I'm not talking to people that are not humble enough to admit that they need God to strengthen them. So let's go over here to this next verse. Excuse me for one second. One second. Okay, so we're in Ephesians chapter 3. And we're going over here to verse... Let's see Let's see I want to give y'all the scripture in Ephesians Praise God Because it's really, really, really a blessing It's really a blessing Praise God Let me get that for you guys real quick Over here in Ephesians Amen We're talking about divine strength tonight Praise God Divine strength Not amen a Let's go here. Let me grab this scripture. Y'all stay with me. Amen. Y'all talk back to me tonight. I want y'all to... All right. Here we go. I won't, but the reason I'm making sure I grab this scripture, Ephesians 3 and 16. Let me read it to you. It said that he would... Let's see. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. It says that he would grant you, according to his riches of his glory, to be strengthened. Listen to this. To be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. We're not talking about a strength that you can just psych yourself and get into. I'm not because you can't fight a demon with human intellect. You can't fight a spiritual battle on physical strength. Paul is talking about, he's telling this Ephesian church, he says, there's a strength that comes for your inner man that only comes from the Holy Ghost. It says that you would be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Praise God. So you need to know that you have an inner man. You need to know that you have a spirit and you need to know, praise God, that the strength that you need you don't need another hype session. You don't need another scripture random. You don't need another ritual. What you need is something that comes straight from God divinely and touches your inner man. The scripture says, For you, it says that you may be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Praise God. That's what I'm talking about. Let me show you what that looks like. Let's go over here right quick to 1 Kings 19. Let's go to 1 Kings 19. And we're going to grab verses 5 to 8 And what I love about the word of God Is how you can literally find yourself in the word of God And find people in similar situations And how you can always find things you can connect to And things you can relate to Praise God I love that about the word of God Because it always shows me that there are people in the Bible That have gone through very similar things as me Praise God So let's go to 1 Kings chapter 19. 1 Kings chapter 19, and we're gonna catch three verses there. All right. Okay, so 1 Kings 19, five to eight. Look what it said. This is when Elijah had been in ministry. Elijah had been working. Elijah had been doing God's will coming off a very glorious showing where he proved that God was God and he literally called fire down from heaven. So after all of that glory manifested, look what that, as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, there, then an angel touched him and the angel said unto him, arise and eat. When the angel, when he began to arise and eat, look what he said. The angel said, rise and eat. So the angel came to Elijah and he told him, rise and eat. And then look what he told him. And he looked and behold, there was a cake baked on the coals, and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and he did drink and he went back and he lay down. But look what the angel told Elijah. He said, the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him. And he said, arise and eat. He said, because the journey... Is too great for thee. Here's what God was telling the man of God. Surely, Elijah, you literally just had a great manifestation of the glory of God and the power of God. But after that great manifestation of the power of God, where the fire came down and licked up the sacrifice that Elijah had had. Right after that, Jezebel got word that these things happened. And so she sent people after him to take his life. And he started running. And so he found himself in a mental condition to where he literally wanted God to take his life. He literally wanted God to take him. He really was just tired of fighting. He was literally tired of the battle in his spirit, not physically, physically in his spirit. He was tired and that angel came to him and that angel told him, rise and eat. But what the angel told him was eat this food. He said, because the journey is too great for thee. He was letting them know, even though you feel weary, even though you feel tired, even though you want to quit, even though you want to stop, but there's still yet more journey ahead for you. But there's still yet more for you to do. And that's what God is telling many of you out there that feel tired, many of you that want to quit, many of you that feel weary and say, is it worth it to live from God? Is it worth it being saved? Should I continue up on this path? Should I continue fighting for equality? Should I continue fighting for justice? Should I continue trying to raise these kids on my own? Should I continue trying to get free from this sin? Should I continue? Is it? Yes, it is. Praise God. But you got to know that until you reach the goal, until you reach the destination, until you get what God is calling you to be into how he wants your life to be. If there's anything coming to you to get you to quit, to get you to stop, to tell you to stop going, that's not the voice of God. And this is what you got to realize. Number one, you are in a condition. It's a spiritual condition. It's a mental condition and you can't continue in your own strength. And that's why God is sending this word to you tonight. Number one, to let you know that he see your condition But number two, the strength that you need to get back on track and to continue to press forward, you're not going to find it anywhere but from his spirit. And so he told the man of God, he said, man of God, you're not done. The journey is not over. He said, I'm going to give you this meat. I'm going to give you this strength because the journey is too great for you to do by yourself and in your strength. Praise God. Now, let's go over here to 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. I just want to show you something. That's 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. There's a divine strength that God want to release. Praise God. So, I, I got to show you these scriptures so you can understand that this divine strength that God want to release. Praise God. is a supernatural divine strength that can only come from God. Period. And it's available. And we're going to tap into it tonight, amen. We're going to get strengthened in our inner man, praise God. We're going to pray together and we're going to ask God to do this for us. So let's go over here to 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and let's look at verse 8. Here's the apostle Paul battling. He said he asked God three times to move a thorn out of his life, something he was dealing with. They said a message of Satan was sent to him to buffet him. Okay, so look what God told him. Verse 9. Verse 8, he said, For this thing I besought the Lord three times. He said that it might depart from me. A lot of times you face things in life that you rather God move because it's too hard to get the mastery over. You rather God take it away instead of God giving you the victory. Because a lot of times getting a victory over things is a battle, it's not easy, it's challenging. Praise God. But look what he told him. He he said, God told me my grace is sufficient for you. He said, for my strength. This is the part I want you to catch. This is what all of this hinges upon. He said, for my strength. Here's the Lord telling the man of God, he said, my strength. In other words, Paul, there's a strength that resides with me that you are going to need for this particular challenge. He said, there's some strength that I can give you, and the only way you can tap into my strength is when you are facing your moments of weakness. And what he's saying is the strength of God comes alive when you've literally done all you can do, and there's literally nothing else you can do on your own. This That may perfect, mean when the strength of God comes and the strength of God visits you, then the strength of God literally... Is made perfect Or is complete in you When there's nothing else you can do And that's what we all gotta realize Everybody's gonna reach a point In life To where you're gonna need The strength of God Like I said, think about it Think about this Some things we are trying to overcome in life Some pains Some bondages Some sins Some battles We can't do that on our own if we could do it on our own, then there would be no need for a savior. There would be no need for the strength of God. There would be, But a lot of times we try to pretend that we're so strong. But listen, I'm not talking about a strength that when you get up in the morning and you put your clothes on, you put your makeup on, and you say good morning, and you get your coffee, and you go before everyone, and you act like everything is okay. But when you get by yourself, you're crying, you're hurting, you're struggling, you're dealing with bondages, you're wrestling with how this is going to get paid, how I'm going to get free, how I'm going to get out of this bad relationship. I'm talking about a strength from God where you can get in your inner man freedom, where you can get real strength in your inner man. Remember what Paul told that church in Ephesians. He said, listen, he said, I pray that you be strengthened with might in your inner man by his spirit. Listen, there's a strength in the Holy Ghost that nothing on this earth realm can give you. You can't find it anywhere, but there's literally a tangible spiritual strength that comes from God himself. And that's what God wants to share with you tonight. So be humble, be humble enough to be like Paul. When Paul said, God, I've been asking you three times to move this. And in my own strength and in my own power, though I'm at the apostolic level, I'm still facing something that I can't get past on my own. And here comes the Lord Jesus letting him know, Paul, my strength, not your strength, my strength. He said, the only way you can get past this, you can't get past this on your strength. You can't get past this on your spouse' strength. You can't get past, sister strength. You can't get past this on your pastor strength. They say, Paul, there's a strength that comes straight from me and I'm going to give this. And it's made perfect. When you realize that you have limitations, when you realize that there's only so much you can do, when you realize that you reach and you tapped out and you've tapped out, when you get to the point to where you realize that this thing that you are facing, you can't overcome it on your own. You need my strength praise God. You need my strength. So look at this right here. Saints, listen to me. There is a strength available to us straight from Emmanuel's vein, straight from God, straight from heaven. Let me show you again. Look over here in in Luke chapter 22. Let me show you this in Luke chapter 22. How many of you can use some strength tonight? Amen. I'm telling you, this is gonna be a strengthening move. Come in and strength. What is that? Strength means this, y'all. It's a it's a it's a Greek word that means power or ability. Power, hey, sister Allison. Power or ability. Look what it's saying. It's saying God wants to give you the power or the ability. To continue moving forward or to break free from whatever situation is in your life today. Praise God. That's what strength me. Let me show you something over here in the book of Luke chapter 22. Such a beautiful passage. Really blesses me. But now here we see, we go back over here in Corinthians. When, we, when I was talking about Corinthians, we looked at Paul at the apostolic level. And he was in prayer before God. And he was saying, God, I've reached a point to where this particular thing that I'm dealing with is too great for me on my own. And the grace of God came to the apostle and told him, hey, you can't do this on your own. You need my strength. That was at the apostolic level. Now, let's move to the messianic level. Let me show you that even the messiah himself, when you got this flesh on you, when you walking in this human body, when you walking in this human form, I don't care what level of life you go to, it does not matter. You will get weary, you will get tired sometimes, you will get wounded sometimes, you will get weeping sometimes. The key to dealing with those moments in life is being humble enough to say, God, I'm weak. God, I'm 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 tired. God, I'm weary. God, I'm I feel dry. I mean. That's why a lot of people can't really connect with God because look what the Bible says. The Bible says it like this. It says two men went up to the temple to pray. And the reason I'm sharing this with all of you is because I don't want you to allow your length of time in Christ or the title you have in Christ or what people think about you to be a reason that you don't humble yourself to get the strength that you need. Every human at some point in time is going to need a divine touch from God to keep them going. I don't care what level you get to. And the more, the quicker you accept that, the quicker you realize that, the quicker God can strengthen you and help you. Because a lot of us, you know, we got to portray strength because we're leading families or we're bosses or we're doing different things. So we got to project strength. But the good thing about Elijah's visitation, listen to me, scriptures don't lie. Jesus said, when you enter into your closet, See, here's the beautiful thing about it. Because when you have people following you, you've got to show strength. You've got to show that you are moving forward. you got to show fortitude as a leader. But Elijah got that visitation from the angel in the wilderness by himself. Paul got this visitation, amen, when he was by himself. Now, here's Jesus. He walked into the cross. He had... His disciples around him, he asked them to pray, but he dropped them off about a stone cast and he went into the garden by himself alone. you got, this is what you got to realize. You got to find moments to get alone, to get away, praise God, to get away from your, your spouses, your children, those that are looking up to you to be strong. And you got to go to the source of your strength. You got to be humble enough to realize That you need to start carving time away to get before your source, your creator. Because look what he said. He said two men went up to the temple to pray. One person, all he did was lauded his credentials as far as what he thought spiritually made him somebody. But the other guy walked into the temple just as humble as can be. Didn't even feel worthy to lift his head up. And all he did was he went before God and he said, God, I'm a sinner. This is what I've done. This is who I am. And the scripture says, this man went away justified, but rather than the person that acted like they had everything together. Listen to me, you don't have to go before God like that. You have a God that already know the condition you're in. That's why he put this word upon me to share with you because he knows some of you weary. I mean, 2020 has been a year of haymakers. 2020 has been a year where things have been turned upside down. 2020 has been a year where things have hit you all kind of blows. I mean, 2020 has been a year for the books. And instead of us acting like we're so strong, what we need to do is, number one, realize the condition we're in. God, I'm tired. God, I'm weak. God, I'm weary. God, I'm wounded. God, I'm depressed. God, I'm not sure. God, I don't know if I can continue. God, I don't know if it's worth it. Amen. You got to be honest, man. 2020 has been one of them years that Jesus talked about when the floods came beat on that house. The Bible says the floods beat on that house. I mean, divorce is hard. Losing a job is hard. Not being able to go to church with your brothers and sisters, that's hard. (laughs) Being separated from your friends and family that's hard trying to overcome bondages and addictions, homosexual tendencies, things that man, these things are not easy. That's why Jesus said in and at the straight day, because the challenges that we face, praise God, a lot of these challenges are hard and we got to be humble enough, praise God, to real and acknowledge, man, I'm battling and I can't do it in my own strength. I can't do it by myself. Praise God. Hallelujah, Lord. And so let me show you this story, Amen, in Luke, Luke chapter twenty-two. Okay, so here's Jesus Himself at the Messiah level, at the Messiah level. He's walking, he's on his way to the garden, but to the cross. But before the cross, see, this is why a lot of you can't deal with the process of life. The process just simply represents painful moments, death moments, situations that cause things in your character to die. That's your cross moments. But the only way you can successfully deal with your cross moments is if they are preceded by your garden moments. Your garden moments are the moments that prepare you for your cross moments. Every Christian is going to have cross moments. Paul says that we die daily. He talked about taking up our cross, the Lord Jesus said. So every Christian is going to have those cross moments in their life where they're facing situations that are challenging, that's painful, that things in that character God is trying to kill. But look at what Jesus did See, you <laughs> you can't successfully Master the cross If you don't master the garden The garden precedes the cross, praise God So here we find Jesus in the garden And look what happened He prayed, everybody know the story He prayed three times Before he got there you know, And he asked his disciples to pray with him And he said, y'all couldn't watch with me one hour So on his second prayer Look at what happened on his second prayer Praise God <laughs> Verse 41 He says, I'm in Luke 22 verse 41 and say some, God, I want you to, some people are really going to get this divine touch from God tonight, because I really believe, I really believe that God is going to send his angels to visit you right where you are. Y'all take what I'm saying tonight, because if you believe with me tonight, you can get this visitation that I'm talking about. This divine strength from God Listen to me, let me show you how this works Praise God, I can feel it already Praise God It says, so here's verse 41 And he was withdrawn I'm in Luke chapter 22 Verse 41 And he was withdrawn from them For about a stone's cast And the Bible say he Kneeled down and he prayed And look what he Began to say, he said, Father He's been ready for this cross y'all He said, if you be willing, he said, remove this cup from me. He said, nevertheless, not my will, praise God, but thy will be done. So here's Jesus going before God and he went before God. But now I've showed you where we went from the prophet level in uh, 1 Kings (laughs) to where he needed strength. We went to the apostolic level in Corinthians (laughs) to where Paul needed strength. Now we're at the Messiah level to where the Messiah himself found himself in a moment to where even he needed strength. So the prophet needed strength, the apostle needed strength, the Messiah needed strength. What more us? Who are we that we can't come across moments in our life where we're dealing with situations? Every one of us are going to face these guarded moments, these Gethsemane moments, these moments of pressing to where we're going to need strength from God. So let's go over here. He said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Look at this verse. Y'all listen to me. Listen to me in this verse. <laughs> this is prophetic for many of you that's been weary. I want y'all to listen. Church is going to look different now. And God is moving in these last days in different ways. It's going to be different. <laughs> but I want you to think about this story before I read this right here. Because this is prophetic. I want y'all to get it. <laughs> Remember when that man came to Jesus. <laughs> and when he came to Jesus... He said, Lord, come and heal my son. And then Jesus said, where yeah, you at? I'm going to come heal him. And he was going to heal him. And he said, he said, you don't have to even come to the house. He said, but if you speak the word only, he said, I understand authority. He said, I'm a soldier. I get it. But if you command something to happen, it's going to happen. And so when Jesus saw the way this man spoke, he realized the faith that this man had. And Jesus spoke the word of God. And here's what happens when the Word of God is spoken, and this is the type of move that we need in this time, y'all. So y'all don't miss this. Uh, when Jesus spoke that word, what he did was he he dispatched an angel. an angel was dispatched to go find that child wherever he was. and that and that word of healing went to that child, and that angel went and healed that child. but that that healing was released. Because Jesus spoke that word. So that's what I'm telling you tonight. This is a different type of move. This is a different type of move. The angels of God, I want y'all to listen to this. The scripture says that y'all gotta understand the roles of angels. The angels of God, the Bible says, are they not ministering spirits? Servants, minister means servants. The scripture say, are they not ministering spirits? that are sent forth to minister to them that are heirs of salvation. (laughs) Meaning this, an angel is waiting to be dispatched to come meet us wherever we are. And in times of help, in times of need, when we call upon God, God dispatches them to deliver to us whatever we need at that time. So look at what happened here. Here is Jesus in the garden And he's before God and he's battling. And even the Messiah himself was facing a moment in life to where he needed something from God. And it wasn't, it was outside of his own strength because in his own human strength, he wanted to cut move, praise God. But he realized that he couldn't get away from what he had to face. He wasn't finished with the mission, but the strength to do it wasn't within himself. So look what happened. It says, and there appeared an angel unto him from heaven. And what did the angel do? It strengthened him. Now listen, the Bible said, as Jesus was praying in that God. Remember, Gethsemane comes before the cross. Gethsemane comes before Calvary. Calvary is where you go to die. Gethsemane is where you go to prepare for Calvary. So a, a lot of times you're not getting a mastery over Calvary because you're not mastering Gethsemane. Gethsemane, that's your garden experiences. That's your prayer time. Whenever you're feeling weak, whenever you're feeling discouraged, whenever you're feeling down, you need some Gethsemane time, praise God. You cannot, you cannot get to Calvary and, and overcome your crosses and overcome those things that God is requiring you to face without that being preceded. By time and get Gethsemane. Listen to me. When you're going before God in Gethsemane, I want to show y'all something. It says, hallelujah. It says, there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. Think about that, saints of God. And this is what I'm telling you tonight. This is a different type of move. This is God moving according to what we're dealing with. The scripture says the angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them that are heirs of salvation. I want you to listen to me. We've, We've got the power. We've got the power. There's so many records of this in scripture. We have the power to go before God. And as we're going before God, asking him to do things, God can dispatch his angels to come meet us wherever we are. I'm thinking about another story There's so much proof of this in the scripture You remember when Jacob was wrestling with that angel that night And the Bible said "Jacob." It says Jacob He sent everybody away He knew he had to go face Esau Which was his cavalry He knew he had to go die out to them deceitful ways and practices He knew he had to go face that It was time for him to face it and stop getting away from it But So the night before That angel came in there and it met him And he began to wrestle with that angel and as he wrestled with that angel, that angel said, hey, man, the day is coming. i got to go. I can't let you see my face. And Jacob told him, he said, you're not getting out of here until you bless me. So that angel saw that Jacob was determined and that angel touched him. It knocked his hip out, but that angel began to change his character and strengthen him. Then the reason I'm bringing that up to you tonight is because the, as Christians of God and as saints of God, we need to know, praise God. That these angels are available to come visit us. Just like Jesus was sent, because Jesus was praying in that garden and he needed God to strengthen him, you have that same right. You gotta listen. Paul said we're joint heirs with Christ. <laughs> joint heirs, same level equal. So when when God dispatched that angel to come strengthen him, so that he can continue on the path that God laid out for him, I believe I got the same thing available to me. Praise God! You may see the angel, or you may just feel this touch. Praise God! But I believe that as we begin to call up on God, that God will dispatch those angels to His apostles, to His prophets, to His teachers, to His handmaiders. I don't care if you just come into babes. The scriptures say even the babes have angels at their disposal to watch over them and protect them. So you've got to know, even if you find yourself in a backslidden condition, even if you find yourself weak, if you find yourself weary, if you find yourself wounded from 2020 and all these daggers and blows that's been coming at you, you need a strength that comes. Listen to me, people. There's a divine strength available to us that's ready to be released from heaven. And God is ready to dispatch angels to come visit and meet his people. Thank you for coming in and with me. She said in the name of Jesus. I appreciate that because that's the scripture I was thinking about. I was thinking about this scripture right here. I was thinking about this. When Jesus told Peter, he said, I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom. And he said, he said, if there, if any of you come in agreement on earth as touching anything, but well, we're coming in agreement tonight for a strength, period. That's what this whole thing is about. That divine strength that comes from God, that's what we're agreeing for tonight. He told him, if two people on earth come into the agreement touching anything, he said, if you come in agreement, if you can find somebody to come in agreement with and y'all touching, now we can't touch physically, but spiritually we can touch. He said, if you lose something, it'll be loose from heaven. Now, I want y'all to think about that for a minute. There's a strength that I just identified through scripture that's available to the people of God. I just walked through scriptures and showed you that. But Now, what I want us to do is to unlock it. I want us to to ask God to release it because a lot of people need strength. A lot of people weary. A lot of people wounded. Remember what I said that word weary mean as we get ready to go in prayer. Weary just simply means being utterly spiritless, praise God, to to not have no more fight in you, to be discouraged. And remember, let me tell you what can stop you from getting this divine strength from tonight, your pride. If you feel like you're already strong, if you feel like you already got it, then you know the devil been having the victory in your life. Then you know you've been feeling anxiety and you've been feeling fear and you've been worrying and you've been discouraged. And Don't be proud and say, well, I'm this and I'm that," And you missed this opportunity to get this divine strength because God want to release that to you tonight. But that's why I had to give you this word first. So let me go over here. So remember this, y'all take this scripture with y'all. I appreciate it, man. I got people coming in agreement already. He said, verse 43, and there appeared an angel from heaven strengthening him. I don't care where you are tonight. I don't care where you're watching from. If you come in agreement with us and you believe tonight, then that angel can come visit you and strengthen you wherever you are. And I don't want you to feel like, amen, listen to me, listen to me. This is what we've got to learn about the Lord man, the Lord want to help you. Praise God. The Lord want to strengthen you. The Lord, he don't want to see people giving up. He don't want to see people getting discouraged. He don't want to see you depressed. God didn't take pleasure in seeing that man living amongst the tombs. The scriptures say the man was amongst the tombs. The scriptures say he had become a cutter. That's a mental condition. But there's a lot of Christians in the body of Christ battling mental conditions. But there's a lot of people that's naming Christ's name, battling depression, battling being sad, battling being weak, battling being wounded, battling guilt, battling, I mean, Christian people. I'm not even talking about the world. I'm talking about Christian people. I'm talking about, there's a lot of Christian people that's battling tonight. That's on the verge of quitting. That's on the verge of giving up. But the Lord sending this word to you that he's ready to send an angel to come meet you right where you are to help you. Praise God. But you gotta be humble enough to receive it. You gotta be humble enough to acknowledge it. Elijah needed strength. (laughs) Paul needed strength. The Messiah needs strength. And I know I need strength, praise God. I know, praise God, that that walking through 2020, there's no way I can be here mid-June if it had not been for the Lord on my side, strengthening me and helping me and keeping me. So the scripture says, the scripture says, the scripture said that an angel came to him and strengthened him or gave him the ability to fight or gave him the ability to keep going. To a lot of you, you cannot keep going until I thank God. I finally see somebody that say they need strength. I need strength. If y'all need me to tell y'all be the first one to acknowledge I need strength, man, look, i need the strength of God. I need, I need God to touch my spirit (laughs) I need God to keep me going. I'm not talking about a height. I'm not talking about like being a start. No, I'm talking about the divine strength that's in heaven. That's what I'm after. Because Paul said this. He said, I pray that you be strengthened with might in your inner man. I'm believing God to come visit me and touch me in my inner man. Praise God. Praise God. In my inner man. (laughs) Amen. So look what he said. The angel came to him and it strengthened him. Let's finish up over in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 40. Y'all, listen to me. Isaiah chapter 40. Praise God. There's a divine strength that's getting ready to visit all of you. Look at my sister, frustrated and tired. Praise God. We're going to pray for you tonight. Hallelujah. And listen, y'all. In this new way, in this era, this is serious, y'all. This is people' lives at stake. This is what God is willing to do. God is ready to, to send his spirit and visit you right where you are. Paul said that you'd be strengthened with might by his spirit. See, the spirit of God is not bound by anything. If you come in agreement with me tonight in prayer, can you humble yourself on this Friday evening? The spirit of God is going to come visit you right where you are. He said, in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And it says how the times of refreshing, praise God, come from the presence of God. And listen, listen, i got to say that because this is, praise God, praise God. God is going to strengthen all of you that saying you need strength tonight. Remember this story, saints of God. This is what we need to talk about. This is what we need to talk about, praise God. I thank all of you for your humility and your sincerity. The scripture says that the man that went to the temple Humble and sincere And he didn't even want to lift up his head It say he went away justified So all of you that's listening tonight And you humble yourself You're going to leave strong tonight So look what he said He said Over in Isaiah 40 Over in Isaiah 40 Praise God It says Verse 29 <laughs> Verse 28 Praise God It says "Hast thou not known Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, it says he fainted not, neither is he weary. Praise yeah. God. It says the creator of the earth, he fainted not, neither is he weary. I want you to think about this. The things that we experience as humans. When we get tired, when we get weary, when we get wounded, he don't experience that. He don't get tired. (laughs) He don't get weary. (laughs) And he never faint. There's a scripture that says this. He that keepeth Israel, praise God, he doesn't slumber and he doesn't sleep. There's another scripture that says this, as the mountains surround Jerusalem. Geographically, Jerusalem is surrounded by mountains. And when the prophet spoke this, he said, as you look around and see how these mountains are surrounding Jerusalem. He said, As these mountains surround this beautiful city, so does the Lord surround his people. You gotta you gotta remember that. You gotta remember that. You gotta remember that. You are surrounded by God. You are surrounded by God, as the mountains surround Jerusalem. So are you surrounded by God. But right now, in your weakness, in your moment of being discouraged, in your wilderness, you are surrounded by God. And you've got to understand your Bible and know that you have access to the strength that I'm talking to about tonight. Because look what He's saying. He say, even the youths. Even the youths, no, let's go to 29. He gives power to the faint, praise God. He gives power to the faint. Think about this God gives power to those that are faint. He gives power, and let me look at some of these comments. He gives power to those that are thinking about how frightening the future is. He gives power to those that are on here saying they're frustrated and they're tired. Those that are saying, God, humble me to dirt that I may be strengthened. You are the one that qualifies to be strengthened by God. Those that are too proud, and those that won't acknowledge that they need help from God, you can't get it. But when you humble yourself before God, and when you take the low road and you go before Him in humility, in the right spirit, you putting yourself in the posture to be touched by God. Praise God. It says, even it says to them that have no might. To them that have no might, to them that have no might, he increases strength. Meaning you get to points in life to where the fight is gone. You feel like you fought so hard, you, you don't even have the power to swing no more. You've been fighting so hard and battling, because you don't even know how. He's talking about a spiritual condition. Not, he's talking about going beyond, praise God, showing strength to everyone. But he's literally talking about no more fighting your spirit. Praise God. He said he gives fight to those that have no might. Praise God. He gives strength to them. Now look what he said. Even the youth shall faint, praise God, and be weary. He says, it doesn't matter how strong you think you are. It doesn't matter. Even you, at some point in your walk, you're going to get weary. You're going to get tired. Enough blows are going to come. Death in the family, divorce, economic hardship, battling this pandemic, battling a sin you're trying, something is going to knock on your door and it's going to feel like it's sucking the strength out of you. Praise God. Remember, only you know what's been sucking your strength. Only you know what has been causing you to be weary. You know, he said, even the youth shall faint. And what this word is doing, it gives you, praise God. It gives you, it disarms your pride. It disarms your pride. You got to let the word of God disarm your pride. It, I walked you through Elijah needed strength. I walked you through Paul needed strength. I walked you through the Messiah. because so you saw the prophet needed strength, the apostle needed strength, and the Messiah needed strength. So hopefully through the word that I'm, I'm ministering to you, it's disarming your pride and so you don't feel like I'm so high up and I've been doing this so long, I'm so strong, I can't let anybody. No, but every one of these people that needed strength, God came to them in their privacy. Elijah was in the wilderness, Paul was praying by himself, Christ was in the garden. He said, even the youths fainting fainted weary, praise God. Amen. Even, yes you were, Sister Allison, you were meant to hear this tonight. God is definitely speaking to you. God is ready to strengthen you. He want to help you, praise God. He want to help you, praise God. Because that's the kind of God he is, praise God. Everybody needs strength from God. I don't care how close to you are to your prayer partner. I don't care how close you are to your brother that you go to church with. I don't care how close to you are to your father. I don't care how close you are to your mother. I don't care how close you are to your intercessors. I don't care how close you are to your pastor. You're gonna reach a point in life to where the strength you need cannot be found in the earth realm. the strength that I'm talking about cannot be found in the earth realm. No human can give you the strength that you need tonight. You're going to need that angel to come visit you and strengthen you tonight. Praise God. All right. It says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Praise God. As long as you have a mind to stay in God, as long as you have a mind to continue to serve, as long as you have a mind not to quit, as long as you have a mind that I'm not going to give up, I'm not going to faint. You're going to come to those moments, but God is saying my promise to you. Is that if you are committed to stand in this race, and if you are committed to walking with me, and if you are committed to this way of life, I am going to make sure that your strength is renewed every time you need it. Praise God. He said, and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run. and they will not be weary. Then they shall walk and not faint. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. So, Praise God. Hopefully I spoke something to this on your pride to let you know, number one, that God see how you've been battling. Praise God. God see what you've been dealing with. God see all of these things and the weariness, the burdens, all of this. God see all of that. Praise God. So I want some prayer warriors to pray with me tonight. Praise God. Praise God that the angels of God are coming, are going to come and visit you right where you are. Praise God. Praise God. So this is what I'm believing for. I'm believing tonight that God will come wherever you are tonight and supernaturally strengthen you. That's all we're praying for tonight. We're praying for, to, to and, and as I'm thinking about this, the spirit of God is reminding me of a story. It's reminding me that how Christ has literally made a way into the holiest of all. Praise God. And I believe right now that as we come into agreement, as we come into agreement, that we literally can go in the presence of God together right now on a Friday night, spontaneously. The Bible saying he has made a new and a living way. So I want you to block out everybody. If you've got people around them, please tell them excuse me for a little bit. Hey man, I'm getting ready to go before God and we're going to go pray. Amen. If you you don't mind, because I don't have anybody around me right now, because I'm believing God for the strength of God. I'm believing God that he's going to visit you where you are and touch every one of you that's believing. Allison, I'm believing with you. All of you that's believing tonight, let's come into agreement to, to tap into the supernatural strength that comes from God that touches the inner man. Praise God that gives us the ability, amen, to overcome this world. Praise God. So we're going to pray tonight, and I want y'all praying with me. Pray for me. Can I get somebody on there that's committed to praying for me tonight? And as I see your name, I'm going to pray for you tonight. Amen. I'm going to pray, but can I get somebody that's committed to lift me up and pray tonight? Amen. Can I get a few people that's going to call my name out as we get ready to pray? And that's God to strengthen me. And that's God to strengthen my family. And that's God to strengthen our ministry. Can, can I get that? And then I'm going to come in agreement that God strengthen you. can every name I see, praise God. Type your name. Type your prayer request. If you need strength, amen. I'm going to lift your name up. Amen. I want to call names out tonight. Amen. I want to call your name out. I want to call your name out. And I want y'all to call my name out. And I want to call your name out, and as as a as believers, as believers, thank y'all for lifting me up, and I'm gonna lift you guys up. And look, y'all, we don't need generic prayers right now. <laughs> we need God to give intercessors, uh, the divine insight. <laughs> Listen, we need God to give our intercessors divine insight on this the specific strategies of the devil. We need God to give intercessive insight so we can walk up to our brother and say, hey man, this is what the devil battered you with. Hey man, the devil is attacking your family. Hey man, the devil is attacking your child. Hey man, because we know the devil is attacking America. He's attacking churches. He's attacking in the political arena. He's attacking friendships. He's attacking marriages. I mean, we know that. But we need to graduate to the next level of intercession because Paul talked about quenching all the fiery darts of the wicked. So we need God to raise up intercessors, praise God, that's going to start praying specific prayers so that they can get insight so we can start to dismantle the specific attacks of the enemy. We don't need general prayers anymore. We need strategic prayers. We need prayers that's going to be precise, and pinpoint that when the devil releasing things in the atmosphere, we need intercessors that's going and binding these attacks. You don't just cast the devil out of people. You can cast them out of your atmosphere <laughs> any way you discern them. You you need God to give you discernment when you walk in your house and you can feel that energy back. Do you need insight on before you argue with everybody? You need to feel the spirit that the devil has brought in there on your job. We need to start walking in specifics, praise God. We don't need no more generic, yeah, I pray for you. No, we need to start doing spiritual warfare, specific prayers, pinpointing specific things. Praise God. So y'all ready to pray with me tonight? Amen. Let's pray. Let's, Let's pray together. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, (laughs) hallelujah, Lord God, I I come before you tonight, God, I thank you for the word of God, that's life, God, the word of God, that's strength, God, is nourishment, God, is life, (laughs) and oh God, I believe tonight, God, I know God, that God, you sent this word, God, specifically because you have seen the struggle of your people, God, it reminds me, I'm thinking about, God, whenever you visited Moses and you told Moses, you say, Moses, I've heard the cry of my people. Their cries have come up to my ears. And God, I can feel that, God, that you know what your people have been dealing with. God, you know what your people have been battling. God, you know that some have grown weary. God, some have grown tired. God, some have grown anxious. God, some have grown worried. Hallelujah. God, I pray right now, God, that, hallelujah, God, that you would begin to move, God. Hallelujah, Lord, God. Thank you, for, Thank you, God. I pray for him tonight. God, I lift up Sister Kizzy, God. Hallelujah. God, I'm praying for each one of you. Sister Jessica, Sister Allison, Demetrius, Sister Sandra, Ashley, all of you. Amen. Jennifer, Zadell. Uh, Inga, Sister Delron, Sister Jessica, all of you, I'm I'm praying for you. Throw your name out there. I'm praying for you, Terrence, Sister Mary, and Franklin, Brother Terry. Praise God. I'm lifting you up, Brother Malcolm. Praise God. As I see you, Sister Ashley, Sister uh, Archie. Praise God. I'm lifting you up tonight. Praise God. I'm coming in agreement with you, Sister Stephanie, Sister Tiffany. Praise God. I'm coming in agreement with you tonight. Praise God. I'm coming in agreement. Sister Inca, brother Mark. Praise God. I'm coming in agreement with you tonight. Praise God. I'm sister Brittany. Praise God. I'm coming in agreement with you tonight. All of you, sister Jeannie, Natasha, all of you, as I see you, sister Carolina. Amen. Sister Shannon. Praise God. My wife, D'Angela, Tanya, Patrice, all of you. Wayne, I'm Mia. Praise God. I'm coming in agreement with you. Antoine. I'm praying for you tonight. Tanger David, Prophetess Chantel, Brother Kevin. Amen. I'm lifting all of you up tonight. Praise God, Brother Ealing. I'm lifting all of you up tonight. Amen. God, I pray, God, that you dispatch your angel, God, and visit them in Houston, Texas. (laughs) God, visit them in Lake Charles, God, visit Sister Jeannie in Ohio, God, visit them wherever they are, God, in Bryan, Texas, God, in Lake Charles, God, all across Lafayette, God, over there in the Slidell area, God, wherever they're watching from, God, I'm believing, God, for the strength of God, God, to visit them right now, God, we all come into agreement, God, even touch their body. God, let them feel the wind of God. God. let them feel, God, breathe upon your people right now, God. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> breathe upon us right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Oh, God, breathe upon us, God. Strengthen us tonight, God. God, breathe upon us the fresh breath of God. God, you say, God, where well, there's no might, God, you increase strength. God, you say, you don't get weary, my Lord God. You said you don't faint, God. God, I lift up every name, God, that I call. God, I come in agreement with them for their marriages, God. God, I come in agreement with them for their families. God, I come in agreement with them, God, just from being weary, God, from battling 2020, fighting, God, I come in agreement with everyone, wisdom for raising kids. Oh, God, we need a refreshing, oh, God. God, as we enter into the holiest of all, God, I believe. that I know you hear me tonight, God. That I know you're there, my Lord. God, I know, my Lord God, that you're looking down upon us. God, that you're watching us right now. God, send your angel to every home. God, send your angel to every parish, to every county. God, those that are believing with me tonight, strengthen them, God. God, let them feel a divine strength in the inner man, oh God. God, let them feel a supernatural touch, God, in their inner man. God, in their spirit, God. God, let it reach to them, God. God, let it flow, my Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord. God, we need you tonight, God. God, even God, let the Holy goes, God, to be poured out, oh God, send your spirit, send your word, send it right now, God, we need it, God, God, we need it, God, Oh, my soul, rabbi, God, God, strengthen your people, God. Pour out of your spirit, God. God, refresh your people tonight, oh God. God, do a new thing, oh God. God, even as you sent that angel, my Lord God, God, in a certain season, God, God, and he touched that water, God, and he stirred it up, God. God, stir the waters tonight, God touch your people, oh God. God, open up heaven, God. God, we're sitting under then open heaven tonight, God. God, we need you tonight, God. God, I'm not trying to walk in the temple, oh God. God, with my title, oh God. God, I'm not trying to walk in the temple, God. God, with my years of service. God, I come before you humbly, God. God, needing your strength, God. God, a touch from your hand, God. God, send your angel, my Lord God. God, strengthen us for this journey, my Lord God. God, let us not grow weary and well-doing, God. God, let us not faint, O oh God. God, those that wanted to quit, God, before tonight. God, give them the courage to know, God. God, that weeping men do it for a fortnight, God. God, but joy is coming in the morning. God, no matter how this thing play out, God, God, even in death you are with us, O oh God. Keep your people, oh God. Strengthen your people, oh God. God, the saints of God are weary. God, they're full of anxiety, God, and worry. God, full of guilt, oh God. God, full of pain, oh God. Strengthen them right now. Strengthen them right now, God. God, we need you tonight, God. Strengthen your people, God, Wherever they are, God, send your angel, God, to minister to your people, Lord. God, restore their prayer lives, oh God. God restore them tonight, God. God, restore tonight, God. God, restore tonight, God. God those that have been wounded, God. God those that are weary, God, God, those that are weary, God, God, those that are weary, God, those that are fainted, God, God, restore them tonight, God, God, in the name of Jesus. I believe your God. God, I believe your word, God. God, even as Ezekiel, God, spoke to the wind, God. God, I speak to the wind tonight, God. Breathe upon us, Lord Jesus. Meet them every eat everyone, God, right where they are, God. God, Rama, my soul, God. God, meet them where they are, God. God, meet them where they are, God. Oh, God, meet them where they are, God. God, meet them where they are, God. God, we need you tonight, God. God, we need a move from you, God. God, we need your glory, my Lord God. Oh, God, meet them where they are, God. Strengthen them, God. Strengthen them, God strengthen them God send your angel my Lord God strengthen your people tonight God <laughs> gonna bind depression oh God <laughs> God, I rebuke fear and anxiety. God, I bind every spirit that's battling their minds, oh God. God, I bind every spirit, oh God. God, begin to cast devils out right now, God. God, you know where they are, God. God, I don't care, God, if I can't see them in the spirit, in the flesh, God, but in the spirit, God, I can see, God, God, that the enemy been battling the minds of your people, God. God, I bind every spirit, God, God, that's been battling the minds of the people of God. God, I command them my Lord, God. God, every yoke be destroyed, God. God, every, every burden be lifted, oh God. God, every yoke be destroyed. Send your anointing, oh God. Sin your anointing right now, God. Oh, God, let the yokes be destroyed tonight, God. God, yokes of pornography, God. God, yokes of depression, God. God, yokes of homosexuality. God, yokes of fear, God. God, yokes of depression, God. God, yokes of sickness in their body, God. God, even how, God, that spirit have that... Abraham's daughter, bowed up, God, with a spirit of infirmity. God, break those things tonight, God. God, loose your people tonight. God, free your people tonight. God, I command it to be so, God. God, in the name of Jesus. God, we don't have to be in a building, God, to command the enemy. God, I command him right now, God. God, I command him right now. God, I command him right now, God. Loose your people, God, in the name of Jesus. God, every bondage, God. God, every addiction, God. God, all of those, that, God, that are sincere tonight. God, let not one, not be strengthened tonight. Let not one, God, not receive strength tonight. Hallelujah, God. To bring them back to Gethsemane, in God. To restore prayer lives tonight, God. God, let us, God, remove all of our excess time that's wasted. And return to prayer, God, so that you can strengthen us. God, so that you can send that angel to meet us, oh God. God, so that our spirits can be touched, oh God. God, in the name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. 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 Thank you, God. Amen. I'm praying with you. Amen. Believe in God. Hallelujah. Amen. Every attack of the enemy. Amen. We send it back where it come from tonight. We send it back where it come from tonight. Satan, you don't have dominion over the people of God. That's not your property. Jesus paid legal rights. He says, shall not this woman, Abraham's daughter. Abraham's daughter. He said, this is Abraham's daughter. many of you right now, even if you've fallen from the faith, praise God, if you've fallen from grace, amen, God said he's calling you back to the faith. Amen. I don't care how far you think you fell. I don't care about the guilt. See, some of you, we need to break some of that guilt off of you. David said, God, deliver me from blood guiltiness. Deliver me from blood. Some of you, you got a yoke of guilt upon you and you want to come back to God. You need to know that there is no condemnation to them that are in after the spirit, praise God. If you're making up in your mind to come back to Christ and go after Christ, there is, praise God, no condemnation to you. You are free to come back to God. You got to know how heaven feel about you. If you prayed with us tonight, and if you humbled yourself on tonight, you've got to know tonight that the angels in heaven are rejoicing, that the arms of the father are wide open. I canceled the, the voice of the enemy in your mind telling you you've gone too far, telling you that you've done too much. I cancel that. I silence that voice in the name of Jesus, that voice of condemnation, that voice of guilt, those dark that the enemy speaking to some of you right now that you can't come back that you've done too much, that you've been away from God too long. I curse that right now in the name of Jesus. I cancel that that right now. And I command that your mind be free to choose Christ. I command that that every yoke of bondage that's been battling you, many of you, you've been wanting to come back to the Lord. You want to come back to God. God, you don't have to wait until we get back in the building to come back to God. The devil is alive. You don't have to wait till Sunday to come back to Christ. The scripture says that the word is near you. It said it's in your mouth. Amen. The kingdom of God is not a geographical location to where we got to wait to get to 1515 West University and come before God in prayer. No, the kingdom of God is within you. And Christ. When you begin to call upon him, the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved so could you just call upon him right where you are <laughs> praise god let this it doesn't we don't we, we're not waiting to get back in church we're not waiting for that we're not waiting for that no more because while you're waiting to get back in church the devil fighting you so you don't have to wait to get to church to battle the battleground is wherever you being fought at because you being fought in your home that's the battleground if you've been fought at work, that's the battleground. If you've been fought in your car, that's the battleground. The kingdom of God is not bound to geographical locations. Never has been, never will be. But the power of God is available to you wherever you are, praise God. And you got to know that. So come on back to Christ. The scripture say, behold, I stand at the door and I knock, praise God. He said, open up to me and I will come in and suffer. And that's just not for the sinner. That could be for the backslidden Christians that know that, that they are falling from a place in God where they once were. He's knocking at your heart. He's standing at the door. And through the word, he's knocking. He's knocking. And he's calling you. Praise God. Let him in tonight. Praise God. Let him in tonight. Let the Lord come and strengthen you tonight. Amen. And I just want to pray right quick one more time. <laughs> because there are some specific things that God is showing me in the spirit that we need to pull down. Amen. So y'all come in agreement. Let's bind some of these things. Amen. Amen. Because you can't, you, you, you gotta, you gotta target things. That's what you gotta realize. I'm getting ready to go, praise God. Amen. I had no idea that I was gonna move into this realm. Amen. I just would. but I feel like I'm in church because people need freedom. I feel like I'm working the altar right now. Because I can feel it that some of you have been battled, man. Some of you have been fought so hard right now. Some of you, I mean the 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 the, the devil literally has been just Man, you've been in warfare, praise God. Tell me you've been in warfare and you tuned in tonight and this is your word. God is going to strengthen you. Father, i bind the drug addictions. That spirit that come from the pits of hell. God, that God trying to have dominion over these people. God, some people, God, they're so restless. God, so restless so full of anxiety, they're turning to pills, they're turning to drugs, they're turning to alcoholism. God, we bind those addictions right now. God, free the mind of the people of God so that they can realize the damage that's being caused to them by the longer they stay out in the world. God, the heart is going to be to come back. But I can see you as a good shepherd right now, Jesus. Hallelujah. Going into the mountain and getting that sheep. You may find one with the wolf mouth wrapped around him. The one God that feel like they gotta be addicted to pornography. Going into the strip clubs. God, bound with fornication, different partners, looking for comfort. God, we break that in the name of Jesus. God, break that addiction. God, send the anointing. God, this is what you said, Jesus. You said you came to open the door of the prison. God, there are some saints that's in prison right now. Open those doors and let them know that they are free, that the door is open. Free them right now, God. Free them right now, God. Free them right now, God. Free them right now. Come on, saints. I can hear freedom. Some of you need to be free. Because there's no need for you to be in Christ and be bound. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's perfect liberty. Don't be bound with the name of Christ upon you. If you're name in Christ's name, don't let bondage, don't, don't be bound to anything. I'm getting ready to go, praise God. I just wanted to share with you tonight. Hallelujah. That's a good prayer. Bind the need to be validated by us. See, that's all mental, man. That's all mental. The way that you to get past the need to be to feel like you need validation from others is when you know what the Word of God says about you and when you know what God has spoken over your life. When you know what God spoke over you and what your assignment is and what God is and who God has called you to be, that is all the validation you need. Let me put a scripture on that. Let me put a scripture on that. The scripture says, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect. Praise God. Because then he goes on to say, he say, it is Christ that died for you. It is Christ that died for you. Yea, rather that is risen again, who is even sitting at the right hand of God. So this is what you got to know. If you know that God has put a destiny or an assignment upon you, that is all the validation that you need. And, and and what God puts on the inside of you. Remember, I was talking about back tonight. When God has put up on the inside of you, let that carry you, let that guide you, praise God. Let that let that take you where God wants you to be, praise God. So I'm getting ready to go, but I want to leave you with this. I pray that you've got your strength tonight. I pray that you've got your strength. And that God to take you into prayer and open up your spiritual eyes so that you can start praying to 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 see the specific attacks that that's been coming your way. Because a lot of you you the, the scripture says it says it talks about it talks about that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Praise God. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And so you need to know you need to start asking God to connect you with 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 people that's that's prayerful. That when you can't see Somebody can see for you When you, when you can't see And see I bind that That, that mentality that, that of, of wanting to Be by yourself You're not by yourself The devil is a lie There are spiritual people in this world Praise God Sometimes you may have to find somebody spiritual Outside of where you go to church See I challenge you to do that Stop being bound Stop being bound. See, that's good. See, that's some good to everybody not being able to assemble as they were accustomed to. Because now you've got to start learning how to connect with other brothers and sisters and other believers. And there's a lot of strength in other believers that go to other churches that may not fellowship with you. But just because you develop, just because you develop a relationship with somebody that go to another ministry, but that don't mean that person is trying to take you away from what God has called you to serve. If God has called you to serve at a local church for a season, stay right there until God releases you. <laughs> but that don't mean you can't connect with people that go at other places. <laughs> because think about this. <laughs> think about this. <laughs> the body of Christ, I mean, there are so many different churches in scripture, and, and there are so many different giftings there's so much available to the body of, of Christ. You may meet a spiritual person that don't go to church with you, but they walking in a gift of the spirit. They could be walking in the word of wisdom. They could be walking in the word of knowledge. And you put your guards up because y'all don't go to the same church on a Sunday. And instead of you receiving a gift that come from that person, do you let that barrier come in between y'all? And now you can, and that's for somebody because somebody right now dealing with that. You know this person speak in your life and you don't want to receive it because y'all don't go to church together. Y'all got to get out of that. Y'all got to get out of that. Y'all got to get out of all all this territorial uh, uh, things that's in your mind. That's mindsets And a lot of times you blocking yourself off from being edified because you just stuck upon who go to church with you. There's giftings all over the body of Christ. And if you haven't learned one thing you need to learn through this season, that now that I can't go to church like I've been accustomed to. I got to find a way to get my strength. And God may give you the strength that you're looking for uh, from somebody you don't fellowship with on a a basis. Again, that don't mean leave where you go to church, praise God. That don't mean that your assignment at that church is over. But God is just trying to show you how big the body of Christ is. In the book of Revelation, seven churches, they all got different messages. (laughs) Different gifts in there, praise God. (laughs) Different gifts in there. So let us stop being so narrow-minded until we can only receive from 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 people we go to church with on a Sunday. If somebody, if somebody, if somebody can speak into your life, and and that's not even in my notes, but I feel this: if somebody can speak into your life, praise God, and you don't go to church with them but you know they own god may be sending you somebody that you can share things with that you that don't know you that don't go to church with you and, as, and god see that's how you know see the, the holy ghost man that that's the realm that we need to get to in these last days to where people walking by the spirit of god and 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 and, and god can give you a word for somebody that you don't even know, or vice versa, God can give somebody a word for your life that you don't know. we got to be open to God. we got to be open to God because look what the scripture say. <laughs> look what the scripture say. It says, be careful because sometimes you can entertain angels unaware. That word angel simply means messenger. So he says, be careful how you entertain a stranger. Or in other words, how you entertain somebody that don't have the same culture as you, don't have the same skin color as you, don't go to the same church as you, don't dance in church like you, don't listen to the same gospel music that you listen to. A lot of times you can miss God because of your culture. A lot of times, God could put a Holy Ghost word in the mouth of somebody, but because they don't look like you, because they don't go to church like you, because they don't praise like you, because they don't worship like you, that music sound a little different from you. You can't judge it by that. Look what Paul said. He said, henceforth, we know no man after the flesh. See, we shouldn't be just judging one another, just all dressing and, and things that make us comfortable. But no, we should be saying, okay, God This is what I want. If somebody is speaking a word to me, let it bear witness with my spirit. Say, God, I don't care what it... God, if it's from you, confirm it. Because the Bible say, let a prophet speak. A lot of you, you won't even let prophets speak because y'all don't go to the same church. That's a whole nother word. (laughs) The scriptures say, let the prophet speak. A lot of you don't even let prophets speak because y'all don't go to the same church. They say, but let the prophets speak and let another judge. If somebody is coming to you and they say, hey man, God told me to to share something with you. Let them speak. And then you go judge it. You you take it all in. You analyze what you've been dealing with. You look and see if it, it matches up with what you've been going through. See if it matches up with what you've been dealing with. And if it bear witness with you. You have the Holy Ghost. A lot of us don't even know what discernment is, y'all. Discernment. can The Holy Ghost will, will discern if something comes from God. You don't have to be afraid to receive. But The Holy Ghost. Discernment is like. One, one attribute of discernment is like. It's like this. It's like having somebody taste your food to see if there's poison in it. The Holy Ghost is not going to let anything penetrate you that's not good for you. The Holy Ghost is not going to let anything penetrate you that's going to harm you. So you got to walk in that gift of discernment. But look what Paul said another thing. Come on church, we got to unlock some of this. <laughs> look what Paul said. He said, cover the best gifts. When are the people of God going to start praying for the gifts of the Spirit of God? When are we going to start asking God? You know why? Because it takes prayer time for the gifts of God to develop in you. And if you want to walk in the gifts of the Spirit of God, then you've got to spend time in prayer, praise God. You've got to spend time because discernment, when you start walking in discernment, discernment won't just let anything in into your spirit. When, when you're walking in the gift of the Holy Ghost, the gift of discernment, you don't have to worry about things coming in that can destroy you. you I mean, instantly, instantly, instantly. The discernment will tell you if it's come from God or if it comes from the enemy. But the Bible says this. It says one time the Pharisees were talking. It says Jesus discerned their thoughts. It says he discerned their thoughts. So when they spoke to him, he already knew the platform they was coming from. but That's what discernment is. you got to ask God to give you that. Because if we're going to start walking, if we're going to start moving out into the kingdom of God and get out of the four walls, you're going to need discernment. Remember when Peter, in the book of Acts, I'm just flooring right now. So y'all have to deliver it to log off if y'all want to log off. It's a Friday and I don't have nothing planned but to go get me a little something to eat. So I'm just unloading. Amen. So if you want to log off, you're more than welcome to log off. Praise God. But I want to help the body of Christ tonight. (laughs) Because this is what happens. We we can't move forward into this world without discernment. Whenever Peter moved into these different territories, and they had a guy over there, a sorcerer. The Bible said he bewitched the people. The people thought he was some great one for so long. The scripture says this. It says that he told him, he said, we perceive or discern that in you is bitterness, the gall of bitterness, the of He told this man that this man was trying to purchase the gift of God. He was trying to connect with them apostles, but he didn't want to do it the right way. He wanted to do it. Peter said, man, I perceive or I discern the spirit that you are in. And when Peter discerned the spirit that the man was in, Y'all, that, that, it's going to show you because you're not going to be able to move into true kingdom work without the gift of the spirit of God, without discernment, without walking in the prophetic, without walking in the apostolic, without walking in words of wisdom. Without There's another spirit. There's another spirit. It's called the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That's a spirit and the church needs that. You need that. How can you know the things that that the spirit of God want to share with you if you don't have this spirit visiting you? Praise God. Praise God. Church, we've got a lot of praying to do because there's a lot that God want to release. There's a lot of you that that are called by God. There's a lot of you, praise God, that have great callings on your life. And it's time to get off this surface. It's time to get off of these fumbling with these same little bitty, petty things. It's time for you to move like, like Jesus told Peter, launch out into the deep. The deep, that's what the gifting of the spirit of God is, the miracles, the signs and wonders, things of that nature that we all long for, that we all want to see the church walking in. And guess what? Let me share something with you. Let me share something with you. There are people, there are people all over this world that are walking in discernment. They're all walking in prophecy. They're all walking in the apostolic. They're all walking in healing. They're all walking in miracles. So I'm not trying to make some kind of call like there's nobody that God is using. Like whenever the Jesus, whenever they saw those guys casting those spirits out, then they say, Lord, forbid them because they're not with us. Jesus said, I got sheep out that's not of this fold. But they, what he was trying to tell them is I've commissioned people all over the world, My, his heart. And, and, and once you get your mind to, to, to realize that the body of Christ is global, then you can move into these next arenas and get outside of the confinements of just where you go to church. Because if you, what you need, why does God need to give you all of these gifts for you just to preach to the people you deal with every week? Praise God. But there's people that need God, but there are some people, let me show you why discernment is so powerful. Okay. When you walking in discernment, when you walking in discernment and you go and meet somebody, you can discern a depression on somebody. You can discern a demonic spirit that's upon somebody. That's how discernment works. Discernment discerns what's going on in the spiritual world, what somebody dealing with. A word of knowledge is this: the word of knowledge identifies or spiritually diagnoses what that person is dealing with. Praise God. So once you discern it, then the knowledge comes to diagnose it. Now the word of wisdom may come to tell you, okay, this is how we get this person past that. Wisdom is what causes you. Wisdom is how to. Knowledge is what or information. Wisdom is how to. So so how can you be an effective minister of Jesus Christ with no discernment, with no word of wisdom, with no word of knowledge? Praise God. But if you want to be an effective person that God can use, then you got to start moving into these arenas so God can use you. Praise God. All right, let me get off of here, praise God. I just shared a lot of extra with y'all, praise God. That was some extra. You know how they make a CD sometimes and they got bonus songs on there? That was just some bonus. Praise God. But it's time for you. It's a good time, praise God, while you isolated, while you can't move around. It's a great time for you to start moving into these arenas find somebody to pray for. Look at the names of these people that's on this live and start calling them out, praying for them. Now remember, Sunday, amen, 10 o'clock, 1515, university, we're going to be there. Amen. So if you're looking for somewhere to visit, you're looking for somewhere to go to church on Sunday, we're doing temperature checks. We've got masks. We're doing all the proper things we need to do to make sure that People feel comfortable and come to church. God bless you, Sister Allison. You're very welcome. We love you. We're definitely gonna keep you in prayer. Amen. And just know, Amen, that God loves you. He He's he, he ready to strengthen you. Praise God. Uh, uh, so we're gonna be that Sunday. Praise God. I pray that the Word bless you tonight. And remember, be looking out. Y'all go to Instagram and find us, Life Change Lafayette. We're gonna start doing some things on there. Amen, because that's a whole different audience. Amen. The Bible says preach the gospel everywhere. Amen. So we're going to start coming to Instagram. I think on Sunday evenings, we're going to do something called a nightcap. Amen. So y'all come on over to our Instagram page. Amen. Follow that. Praise God. I love you. I'm sincerely going to be praying for all of you. Amen. From the bottom of my heart, I love you with the love of God. I love you with the love of Christ. Amen. As a friend, as a brother, as a pastor, just whatever I can do. Most of you know me. Whatever I can do to help you, I will. Thank you, Demetrius. Keep my family in prayer. Amen. Beautiful. Cover that string. Amen. When you fight, praise God. And let's all keep coming together. Amen. Then this is what my challenge for you. This is my challenge for you. To find somebody that you don't go to church with find somebody in another ministry that may be on your job, maybe a co-worker, may a friend if they say they're believing if they say they're a Christian connect with them, start being friendly with them, because believers need one another you never know what somebody's going through you never know what somebody's dealing with, so that's my challenge to you tonight, start connecting with people on your job, in your family, that may go to church with you, may not be in the same denomination as you, may not believe everything the way you believe, but how can people grow and how can iron sharpen iron? Remember the Bible says iron sharpens iron. So as you're coming together with people, you want a piece of iron, they want a piece of iron. The only way iron gets sharp is when it hits and sparks fly. So don't be afraid to embrace other believers y'all start breaking bread amen start praying with people amen grab somebody that goes to grab somebody that's non-denomination grab somebody that's pentecostal no denomination (laughs) to find you somebody that may be baptist find you somebody that may be Catholic, to find you somebody that's an atheist find an atheist and lift them up go connect with an atheist praise god find you a muslim find anybody the bible said preaching the gospel to every creature there's time out just for fellowshiping with only the people you go to church with. But let this be your challenge. If you hear that there's believers on your job anywhere that don't go to church with you, but your challenge is to connect with them and let them know I'm praying for you. Find a ask God to give you wisdom. It's time for believers to start connecting. We gotta think like Paul. The scripture says that when Paul began to write those that church in Ephesus. He said, Christ has abolished the middle wall of petition. Listen to me, y'all. Every petition between you and the Baptist, between you and the Catholic, between you and the Pentecostal, between you and somebody that's no denomination, between you and an atheist. Every wall that men have erected has been abolished in Christ. So you, you can't let these lines of denominations and differences keep the body separated. But start grabbing your brothers and sisters. Start praying with them. Pray for people that don't go to your church. I want to pray for people that don't go to Life Change. I want to pray for people that go to our Savior's church. I was watching their live earlier today, and I went and come in. I enjoyed the word. Amen. I want to be the first partaker. I want to pray for people that go to Favor Church. I want to pray for people that go to the Sound Church. I want to pray for people that go to Refuge Temple. I want to pray for people that go to the uh, First Baptist Church. I want to pray for everybody. If somebody is saying that they are a believer in Christ, we need to be connecting and lifting each other up in prayer. It's time out just for covering the people that sit on side of you on a Sunday. Get out of that. 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 That is your challenge. Get out of that. Make it up in your mind that because you got brothers and sisters, remember, think like Paul. I'm getting ready to go. But think like Paul. As I, Every time I keep saying I'm getting ready to go, the Holy Ghost bring something to my mind. But I'm getting ready to go. Remember Acts chapter 19. How would Paul treat people that wasn't in the same faith as him? When Paul met those guys in the book of Acts chapter 19, He asked them, he said, hey, to what do you believe? Or how far along are you? What do you know? What do you know about God? What do you know about Christ? And they say, we only have John's baptism. He didn't offend them. He didn't start arguing with them. He didn't beat them up. He said, hey, let me share this with you. John's baptism brought us to this point. He said, but Christ, he said, John indeed baptized you with water. He said, but there's more. He said, Christ wants you to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. And if we really want to do any kind of meaningful impact in the kingdom of God, we've got to learn how to handle people that don't believe like us. We've got to learn how to deal with one another that don't go to the same church with us. We've got to learn how to, our first response to somebody that don't sit on our pew on a Sunday is not to argue. Our first combat is not to fight. I'm trying to give you some wisdom, church, but your first angle is not let me size them up to see what didn't go wrong. Let me size them up. But you know how I know? Because I used to be that guy. When I first came in the in 1920, I just wanted to argue and prove how much I know. I, got, I felt like that's, I don't know. I read a lot. I studied a lot, but I was young in the faith. I just wanted to just see who knew what, but I grew past that. I grew in charity. And what I learned is when you're in charity, you may have more information than somebody or somebody may have more information than you. But now when I meet people, the first mindset is not to challenge them, argue them, see if they say something wrong, see why I can catch them up. You know, it's to get to know that person, build a relationship. And as we build trust amongst one another, then we can start breaking bread and we can start having dialogue and we can get into some of those differences. But that shouldn't happen soon as you meet. <laughs> Praise God. How you how you how you how you want somebody to receive you and y'all don't even know each other. But they don't know because you're trying to belittle their faith. But they don't know if you're going to respect their faith. <laughs> they don't know. I mean they don't know. Praise God. So you if you don't have the mind to learn how to mingle with people that don't sit on your pew, then God is not going to be able to use you in this in this end time. And you'll stay local. <laughs> Do you stay small minded? Do you stay dealing with only the people that worship God the way you worship God? But we got to grow past that, people of God. Start praying for people. That's my challenge to you. Reach out to people that don't go to church with you. We all know I can find everybody in Life Change, 1515 University, and call all their names out. But it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. So let us do like Paul said, there's no walls, there's no Jew, there's no Greek, there's no black in Christ, there's no white in Christ, there's no barbarian, there's no none of that, y'all. And and, and so I'm finished for tonight. Praise God. Remember, we talked about the strength that comes from God. I pray that God strengthen you. Start making connections with other believers outside of your ministry, and y'all start being a strength to one another. Y'all start interceding for one another. God bless you. I love you. Amen.